Hi, I'm Holly Cates, personal stylist and style coach extraordinaire. Hi, I'm Nolan Meter, celebrity stylist, shopping messiah, and accessory addict. We are the best friends that you never knew that you needed. We are the industry insiders and fashion's odd couple. In both of our everyday lives and at industry events, we see the best and unfortunately the worst in clothing and style. We are fashion partners in crime dedicated to stopping the most heinous of all fashion crimes on the street, the runways, and beyond. Join us as we take you inside our world, spilling the secrets of our experiences in the industry and inside our minds, judging people in the most loving way possible most of the time, and stopping <laughs> fashion criminals dead in their crocs. It's more important than just the do's and don'ts. Jump on the Hot Mess Express as we teach you how to be your best and most stylish self. Hello, hey, 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 what's the haps and howdy doodle. This is the Fashion Crimes Podcast. Oh my God, thank God we are back. Nolan, Noli, Schmoo, we're back. Okay, Queen. Um, we have such a special day. Um, we have a double guest, which means we have two people that are going to join us today on the show. And we are so thrilled. We have Amanda Pearl, which is a jewelry company, a sustainable jewelry company. But before I introduce them, I have to introduce celebrity stylist, my very best gay, fairy gay mother, partner in crime, and the conductor of the hot mess express mr nolan meter i love a good applause i do i do love how a are good you applause, hi noli how lucky are we that we scored i mean with my sparkling charm and personality not only did i score one guest that developed into two you're welcome. Yeah, but my question is, was it the sparkling charm or was it like the guilting it, like totally guilting them into it, which is fine either way. I mean, whatever, you know, any means to an end. I mean, listen, she responded to my email. It's not my fault. Okay. It's not my fault. She said yes. So I would love to introduce Miss Kelly Nelson, Director of Operations of Amanda Pearl and Miss Amanda Brotman, Boss Lady Designer. Um, head in charge person, designer, beautiful, beautiful person who creates this sustainable jewelry line. Welcome them to the show. Amanda and Kelly, what is up? Hello. Hi, everybody. Isn't this fun, Noli? It's like a picnic. It's oh, a my party. God. <laughs> This is so great. It's like a picnic. It's like <laughs> a picnic. Amanda, thank you so much for joining us. I, we have, I have already talked to Kelly and sort of kind of cornered her into being best friends with me. So she mm -hmm. kind of knows the drill. But Amanda, I have not drilled you yet. Please tell That us. doesn't sound right. I mean. <laughs> I really, that's, I don't think that means what you think it means, dear. I love you dearly, but that's not what that means. Get your head Ooh, out of the hi. gutter, Nolan. Okay. Amanda, we would love to know all about you. Maybe that's a little bit more PC. Please start and tell us who you <laughs> are and how your brand started. Well, I, I am me. I'm Amanda. I was born and raised in the Pacific Northwest and moved to New York in college. So I, it's a, a bit of a dichotomy there. Grew up very entrenched in the natural world and very connected to the natural world and then on to New York City, which there's not much natural about it other than the attitude. Yes. I love that. And That's yeah. a great thing. I love that. 
came here for school and started working in fashion. That had always been an interest and a passion for me. And next thing you know, not the next thing you know, but after working long and hard for a couple of other companies, including Marc Jacobs, where I really learned the business and how to do basically all of it, not all of it, but a lot of it. I launched my own brand and then really figured out how to do the rest of it. Um, and yeah, it's been a number of years now and a few iterations of the business, but here we are. We love a Marc Jacobs moment. Do we not, Noli? We do. We do. <laughs> we do. So no. what inspires you to jump out on your own? It's one of those things that I think was predestined. I was always making little businesses as a kid and making things and trying to sell things. And when I graduated college and was looking for a job, I started, that's really when Amanda Pearl got started. I started hand sewing little evening bags from vintage fabrics that I'd collected from flea markets and semi-precious stones and beads and things I'd found. And so it really kind of started then. So I always sort of had that in my back pocket while I was working and gaining experience, knowing at some point that I would make the leap to, to do it myself. Well, I love that story. So tell us about your company now. Tell us what you sell and why it's important and what is relevant about your jewelry brand versus like Joe Schmo jewelry brand. So around the time Kelly came on board, I believe, is when I was really rethinking what I wanted to present, what I wanted Amanda Pearl to be, because a number of years had gone by and we all develop and change and grow. And the version 1.0 of Amanda Pearl didn't really represent who I felt I was in the present and what I wanted to present, kind of what I thought the market needed or wanted. So with Kelly's help, we kind of put it all back together in exactly the way that I felt was relevant and strong and exciting. And that meant bringing the product direct to consumer, which meant being able to cut out all these markups that were normally in place to allow other stores to sell it and for other stores to then mark it down and put it on sale. We got very, very tired of how that was all working for us, working with other stores and stores wanting things on consignment. And really, if I'm going to be frank, you know, sort of taking advantage of of the brands. And I just, it wasn't working for us. I'd kind of had enough and really wanted to be in control of my own destiny in that way. So we put it all together to be direct to consumer. So that meant about 60% off of traditional retail prices. I mean, Amanda, thank you for being so conscious, really, of like, hey, I know I'm selling diamonds, but this is kind of like bullshit here. Like, I want to serve more. I want to give more to the customer. We love that. Yeah, I think we've all gotten very disassociated from what the real value is of any of these items that we've been buying because things have been marked up so that they can be marked down and you're used to getting everything on sale and it didn't make any good sense. The other thing is going to do fine jewelry. It's not going to serve anyone if it's more expensive than someone can afford. And I'm not saying, of course, everyone can afford this, but by taking out all those markups, um, it opened the door to a lot more people. And that was a much more exciting prospect to me to be able to move more product and get it out there. We also made the decision to use recycled gold and ethical diamonds. That means unmined stones. So that kind of cut out a lot of the environmental ramifications that occur because of mining gold and diamonds. 
And that felt really, really good to me. And I think um, it's not for everyone, for sure. I'll admit that. But I think for kind of the modern woman and some of the younger demographic and generations, that is an exciting prospect to know that you're buying into that and not anything dodgy. Well, that's been really popular the past couple of years too, is as I find with younger generations, my own included, that it's more for, and I'm like this too, for me, when I buy into a brand, it's more than just what, like, what is the product for me? It's what does the brand stand for and aligning myself and buying from companies that align with my views. So like for me, Holly always sort of rags on me because I love Tory Burch so much as a brand because I identify with, you know, the ethos of the brand so much mm-hmm. and how she runs her company and how she treats people and all of that. Agreed. So I think these days that's such a huge thing. And so I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And then, you know, we wanted to be able to do something more. We're both pretty involved in in current events, not involved, but we can get pretty fired up about current events and issues and problems. And so to be able to highlight different causes and issues via the business and raise money for those, um, even knowing, you know, (laughs) the funds that we could raise by giving a portion of proceeds back wasn't going to be earth shaking or needle moving, but it felt important to build that into the structure of our business. And so we choose a different cause each quarter and we give 10% of all sales to that cause. And that allows us to just shed some light on it, introduce people to that organization. If it's a particular organization, um, talk about the issues and then of course, raise a little bit of money. That is fantastic. And and a lot of companies do that, but it's knowing you personally now and knowing that we're best friends now. Um, <laughs> so it's just nice to know that you're doing it. It's, it's more than just, hey, I want to make something and sell it to make money. And it's kind of like in our businesses with, for Nolan and I, it, it's so far beyond me wanting to make money. It's I want to teach people and coach people so they can get to their next step in life. It's not about me. It's about them. I mean, when is it not about me? Just saying, (laughs) but it is, that's what I have learned the older I get and the longer I have my business. That's really what it's about. And I think Nolan is learning that um, as well. Nolan, do you think so? Very much so. Yeah. I think you're learning that because as he's been burned before by clients, I have been burned before everybody's been burned and, mm-hmm. and you know, you just, it's the bigger picture that matters. And I just want to know one thing before we get to Queen Kelly, um, <laughs> if you could just explain the difference, we have interviewed jewelry people before, but I want to explain the difference between ethical diamonds and unethical diamonds. If you could just please explain that really quick. I mean, I wouldn't call them unethical diamonds, but I would call them traditionally mined diamonds. And those are diamonds that you're, you know, have been underground for billions of years. And, you know, you have to dig up the earth in order to get to them. And often you're chewing up landscapes, you're polluting environments, the labor could be questionable, the diamonds could go through, you know, be laundered through sketchy hands. It's not always easy to, to, to know where they've come from. There are ways to, to track them and have clean diamonds, but that is an issue with mined diamonds. Unmined diamonds are chemically and optically exactly the same as diamonds mined in the earth, but they're made with technology above ground. I see. Okay. They're formed in a lab in exactly the same way 
as happens underground, but above the surface in a fraction of the time. So we're working with, for example, a company called Diamond Foundry. They're Bay Area based, but they use solar and water power (laughs) in this carbon neutral process of making diamonds above the earth's surface. So they're all made in the American West in this really cool, clean way. Um, So that's something we're very excited about. And we'll pretend I'm not just staring at the solitaire necklace from your collaboration. With I know. Them. And Nolan's no already picked problem. out. Fucking- I already, I, I texted her beforehand. I said, I'm like, <laughs> you need, I'm like, you need this one though. But like, you really do that. I, I know. We'll get to that later. But okay. So you have this jewelry company, you know what you're doing. You're like, I'm amazing, but I need more. <laughs> Tell us how Kelly was born. Kelly was introduced to me through a mutual friend. Um, Kelly had been interning for her. And unfortunately, or fortunately for me, rather, this friend couldn't keep her on. And Rude. Rude. But all's well that ends well, right? And I hit the jackpot. So she introduced us and Kelly came in for an interview. And yeah, it was just, it's been a great match (laughs) ever since. The yin to my yang. Kelly. Oh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm taking the praise. Kelly, yeah. um, <laughs> you now have the floor to talk about okay. how, what your position is in the company. And if you could touch on the women supporting women, because we love that. Yes, it is huge. So um, when I was with the, or when I met Amanda, the woman who couldn't uh, keep me on, she was lovely. She just was self-financed and and couldn't have anyone. And when I got to meet Amanda, it was amazing. I also didn't have my ears pierced. Stop. Didn't wear wear jewelry. Um, I didn't. It was crazy. Um, And Amanda keeps telling me, like, I can't believe you didn't tell me the day you were getting your ears pierced because it was (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's hysterical. I didn't even get to film it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was like, I like these. I like these earrings. So Were you like, shit, um, I better I, get my ears pierced. Like seriously? No. You know, so Amanda has this, as we've seen, if, if you look at her social media, she has this really awesome style. And I, I was like, wait, I want to look like that too. Like just the way she pairs her jewelry and just like cool clothes. And it was so like effortless because she'll be wearing like Levi's and Birkenstocks as well as, you know, great stuff. So it's, you know, and, and other, I love love a casual look with lots of diamonds. (laughs) I really do dig that. And and she has great pieces, you know, uh, you know, higher end pieces too, but I was like, Oh, I really, I like this. And it was finally someone who I would see and be like, well, that's really cool. And I'd see the product and was like, I I want that. Now I didn't think it would necessarily, you know, I have sold pieces off myself um, before, but it wasn't even that it was like, I love this. Um, and, and working with Amanda, it was not that I had a passion for jewelry. I really like working for strong women. And every strong woman needs someone in their corner who just is like, well, yeah, it's, I would say knows, knows their place. Um, sometimes <laughs> need to be reminded, but it really is like, oh no, that that's your company. Like you need someone who's going to be in your corner and also knowing like that it's, it's not theirs. But not theirs in a way to like respect you and your process. So a lot of the time, Amanda is a very considerate person. It's like, well, what do you think? 
because I always have opinions mm-hmm. as everyone does. Um, but a lot of times like, well, what does your gut say? So just um, with like empowering women, it really is just saying like, well, what is your gut? Your gut is probably right on and it usually is. And that's been really interesting because when I came on uh, to Amanda Pearl, we were doing wholesale and Amanda had known like there's something wrong with the system, but she just had to, had to keep hearing your gut is right. You have a really good gut. Just keep sticking with it. Just keep sticking with it. And it was incredible to see her be able to stick with her gut and go, okay, this is, I can reimagine this. We can get rid of this wholesale and do this. And the other amazing thing, and I was just speaking with a girl the other day who came in to our showroom um, with, on a class trip a few years ago, is just how Amanda supports other women designers and other male designers as well. Just talking sharing resources, you know, not obviously, you know, stuff that some stuff is confidential, but a lot of it is, oh yeah, you know, um, we're using this marketing group or, oh, I went here to source this and just great questions that I was able to talk to a girl the other day and know some of Amanda's thoughts because I've heard her speak them and just give this young handbag designer a confidence boost. If you're doing the right thing, you're on the right track. I I love that. Don't we love that, Noli? That's so nice though, because I mean, fashion can be so catty and people can be so nasty. I think that sort of the trend is people being nice now, which it's about, it's about, to, it's about damn time. But I mean, I'm sure you both can attest to that. I don't know what things are like, Amanda, before you, you know, were on, you know, with your own brand, but working with fashion companies can be somewhat difficult and people can be so protective of everything Yeah, that it can be brutal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it could be really, really brutal. Amanda, I understand, and Kelly, what you're saying. Some things are confidential. You don't have to drop your pants, you know, so to speak, for somebody. But if somebody needs a little bit of help, I mean, it's just really nice, like we always say, to not be a dick to somebody. It's just really nice because you never... Don't be a dick. Don't... Duh, that's what Nolan's Christmas cards say. My Christmas cards did say thank you for not being a dick on them. They did. (laughs) I had them made. Perfect. So it's just nice to hear that. And that's why I was so interested in interviewing both of you, because I know there's a lot of people, you know, women supporting women, but you're just doing it for the bigger purpose. So I'm looking at your bio here and you have some pretty high profile people that have worn your jewelry. Care to elaborate? Well, that was going to be my question was like, what are your more surreal moments? Because I always like to ask people you know, especially when they have a brand, like what are the moments that stick out in your head to you of like, oh, wow, I can't believe this is happening. Gosh, Kelly, you first while I collect myself. <laughs> Definitely seen Lupita oh, and Meryl. Meryl was Streep. But this was really cool was when um, Jennifer Hudson, her stylist contacted us because um, she was going to Sierra's wedding, Sierra and Russell Wilson's wedding. And I loved getting these pictures of like, okay, well, here are the two dresses we're thinking. What does Amanda think? Oh, what I love that. And I was like, oh my God, I know this. I, I get to know like behind the scenes. So that was really cool. And then I'll let Amanda, oh wait. And of course, to me, any, a lot of people, Amanda won't know like, wait a second, who's this Disney person or who's something? I'm like, oh, I bet my niece is a nephew right. now. So I get excited about it. But Amanda, I'll give you the floor. Um, I had to scroll back on our press page. There was, we were in the March 2011 issue of Vogue 
with Lady Gaga on the cover. I think that must have been when she was first becoming popular. And I knew this thing was coming out, but, you know, I just thought it would be some little quarter of a page, eighth of a page picture, size picture of uh, one of our clutches. And I remember being in the Dwayne Reed on 6th Avenue and like, 20th or something to like go see Vogue came in and they had stacks of Vogue that were all saran wrapped or whatever it is waiting to be put out on the newsstand and I convinced the guy to cut into it to let me have one flip 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 I open it's a giant half a page of four of our roll clutches in red and fuchsia and coral and I nearly fell over on the floor of yeah that was just kind of an exciting early moment and Um, let's, let's talk about your clutches Yes, they are handmade in Italy, one by one, really kind of slow, old school, luxurious product um, with gold plated frames that are just immaculately constructed. Every bit of it is just crisp and beautiful. Is that because of your evening bag background? You're like, let's do these too. Well, that's where I started. That's where Amanda Pearl started, in fact, Um which makes no sense whatsoever, but that's where I began. I kind of love that though. Every journey is different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a good reminder that you don't have to stay with what you started with. You know, you can evolve and change and grow. Um, but jewelry very naturally kind of came out from there because they were very jewel-like. And the early versions had semi-precious stones um, wow. embroidered on handles and stuff. So it made sense in its own special roundabout backward way. I mean, I'm sort of just losing it seeing all of the people. Cause I mean, as soon as you say Meryl Streep, it's like, oh my God. Jane like, Fonda. Hello. Did you not see yeah. Jane Fonda? But Meryl Streep on multiple occasions, it's not even like a one and done situation. It's like right. a multiple Meryl moment. Yeah. There was one, she was in, I think it was Rome on a red carpet for something. And She's just amazing. If you let her loose with space on the red carpet, holy smokes. I never really appreciated it prior to this moment. But she had our fuchsia octo clutch and there was just all this space. So it was this big wide red carpet and the paparazzi was on either side, but she had yards and yards and yards to play with. We have the most insane photos of her moving around this red carpet, holding up the octo clutch, holding out the octo clutch, like doing all these things with the octo clutch. That was kind of, is still a surreal moment. <laughs> I mean, and I'm looking through here though, like I'm looking for your press page and I'm like, one of the models on here, Afia Bennett, I actually know her, know her pretty well. She's a, oh. a, a friend of mine, which is so funny. Like I just see her and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to text her right now. And then I see like, I'm a huge Scandal fan. I love a Shonda Rhimes moment. And so like, I'm like, oh my God, it's Melly from Scandal about Bellamy Young. I'm like, I'm living for all of this. Excuse me, Queen Latifah. I'm staring at her picture right now. Okay. I'm chatting over that. And here is, this might be a bitchy question. So I apologize in advance, but I do want to know as Nolan is the bag hag and (laughs) always trying to get me to get different bags and blah, blah, blah. Can you put your phone in here? I don't know if you can. Depending on which phone you have, yes. Not the big new like iPad size phone. Yeah, but right. you shouldn't have those anyway. If you but have you sh- those, you're some weird sort of something because <laughs> yeah. no, I'm sorry. If you can't fit your phone in your hand, you shouldn't have it. I'm with you. But yeah, the um, more traditional sized iPhones do fit in here. Um, okay. And, 
and just checking sizes. just checking yes. before i buy one i'm sorry <laughs> before nolan says i have to have one and picks out 17 that i have to get i just need to know there well, at go. least you know how it works. At least you're, you know, honest about it because yes. just it will miraculously appear at your door one day. I don't know how this happened. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Damn. It happens. It does. And I'm still Naomi Harris. I love her so much. She was a Bond yeah. girl. One of my, like, I just think she's one of the most beautiful women ever. I'm, just, I'm living for all of this. I mean, yeah. tell me about the charm locks. Excuse me, Kelly. I didn't see this. Um, that looks like a safety pin. Oh, you know what? We did talk about this. Just kidding. We did. And this is the necklace that I loved. The one with looks like a safety pin and it's like a bar, the charm lock, the pave, um, 14 karat gold long pave charm lock. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You just queen. say pave and her ears go up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Tell us about that because that's super dope. That's amazing. Oh, that one is exquisite. I love that one. Sure. That is dope with a capital D. It's yes. Kind dope. of an incredible, really convertible. Like it will take your jewelry collection to the next level. You can add a charm on it, you can use that as just an enhancer to get some extra bling into your chain. If you want to make your chain a little bit longer, it gives you that extra long link of diamonds. You can put like a whole host of charms on there and, and create just a whole other look. It's pretty awesome. Nolan, can you please add that to my Google, my gift Google doc? Yes. Yeah, so just so, just so you two know, because her husband works uh, you know, harder than anybody I know and has no time to breathe, instead of making him, the poor man worry about what to get her, I just have a, a rolling Google document. That is um, wise. And it's, it's, it's organized you know, by um, occasion and price point. And so he just goes in there. It's great. And so then I just add things. Yeah. I mean, it sounds really bitchy, but it, it honestly, it helps my husband so much because I don't need him wandering around the fucking mall trying to figure <laughs> out what to get me. And it's not that he doesn't know. I mean, he picks out great jewelry, he but has he great would, taste. He would not know about you. Right. He would right. not know about he would, he would just walk into Tiffany and be like, this one looks good. Yeah. I mean, he just, he has his people that he buys from, but Damn it, you're going to be added to the list. You're welcome. Awesome. Applause. Um, <laughs> applause. Give yes, applause, applause here. here, John. But, <laughs> and I just love it. Like in all seriousness, there's something for everybody. You want to spend $250? Great. You want to spend $1,000? Great. And, and that's what we love because I hate, and that's my biggest gripe with my customers Man, is that people think having good style means wearing expensive clothes and accessories. And it's just not true. And yeah. And it, and, you know, we have another really good friend. It's actually Nolan's friend. Who's my friend now too. And she is a huge luxury reseller. And she's like, do not buy the fake, save your money and buy the real. And I think the same is with jewelry. Would you agree, Amanda or Kelly, either one? Yeah. I mean, I would agree. And that was kind of the driving force behind how we placed this jewelry collection and it's the driving force, you know, behind the design and, and everything. I'm not all, well, of course, I'd love to, to create things of my wildest diamond dreams, but I'm more excited about creating things that are accessible to people that are really wearable that you can enjoy every day and not have to, to worry about. So, you know, we have different pieces in the collection from plain 14 karat recycled yellow gold. Demi pave, if you want Love a little that. bit of diamond to the full so pave, for example. 
in a lot of the designs. Um, and then you have, you know, some easy little charms that are around a hundred dollars up to, um, you know, a pave ripple charm, which makes this beautiful fine jewelry, but wearable statement. Nothing is. I like that nothing's untouchable because I recently had an experience. I was doing a photo shoot with a client who had, you know, exquisite jewelry, but this was jewelry on a level of like, I mean, this this was like fucking young and the restless. This is young and the restless jewelry. I mean, this is like not okay. It would be like, you know, a necklace would be 80 carats, like crazy, crazy fuck you diamonds. Right. And I sort of said, I said, what is, I mean, while these things are so beautiful and have such sentimental value, what is the point in having things? I'm a big, a big believer in beautiful things are meant to be worn. Like I remember a great example is when Holly first got, when you got your first Hermes bag, you were like, I'm never taking it out of the box. Why would I ever use this? I was like, why would you spend all of that money for it to sit on the shelf, take it out and use it. Mm -hmm. Then the first time it accidentally went flying in the airplane and hit the, (laughs) hit the bulkhead, but there was a rough landing and Holly chose the dog over the bag. I might not have made the same decision. I'm just saying, um, but I'm a big believer in beautiful things are meant to be worn. So I, I didn't agree. see the point in having all of this fabulous jewelry. It's okay to have one or two pieces, but when you have a, you know, a massive collection, but it's all stuff that you would never wear every day, I see no point in it. So I love the fact that it's luxury jewelry and beautiful pieces, but you can wear it every day. You can wear it with jeans and a t-shirt or with a gown, which to me yeah. makes a lot more sense than just having, you know, this crazy, you know, 80 carat diamond necklace that you can right. wear once, once, you know, once a decade. Like the Birkin in the closet or the 80 carat necklace in the safe. That's right. Right. I'm not saying I'm like, take the I won't beach. do that, but yeah, you want to wear it. You want to enjoy it. Life is short. I'm not designing things to, to stay in a safe. I'm designing things to be worn or be on that tray of things that you put on every day. It's funny. I see you have a model here, but I can tell your ears from <laughs> Kelly's ears. <laughs> I can't. Well, so that's that? one of my questions for you too, is each, like, what are each of your favorite pieces that you've made slash also, I want to know, because we have, a, we have a friend who is a jeweler and one of her signature pieces actually came from, she had a piece made for herself for her wedding. And so many people loved it that she just put it in production. So mm-hmm. one, has that happened for either of you? And two, what are your favorite pieces from, from the collection? Kelly, what's your favorite on the spot? So Amanda is truly the designer. Um, I am not. So uh, since I was someone who found jewelry really scary and not approachable before. Um, and now working with Amanda, I'm like, oh, this is this is great and every day. And also I'm very hard on jewelry. So it's kind of nice to be able to shower with it. I'm I'm very rough on it. Me so too. I want something, yeah, that can work. So the the 14 karat curved quill climber earrings are my favorite. I'm dying to get the emerald ones because my birthstone, but I wear the diamond ones every day. And those ones have been sold off of my ears <laughs> many times. So that one is my favorite piece. I'll say that's my favorite piece, but I'm also just obsessed with all the necklace layering. And oh yeah, we're here for a layer moment. We're here for and a layer. I, I look at Amanda and she has like these beautiful, you know, gifts from her husband of bracelets or necklaces or charms or gifts from parents or old vintage pieces. And the way she puts them together. I always just want to get a picture of her. That's so approachable. And I can't fit into her shoes. I can't fit into her clothes. But you can totally borrow her jewelry. 
yes, except for the rings. I keep saying, could you gain weight so that our fingers can be the same size? <laughs> that is I keep being, totally annoying, like, by the way. I will take I will take that off of your body. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm getting those. If you have granddaughters, you know, in the future, they're not getting it. It's I'm taking it. And PS um on my gift list was a ring from Hermes. I literally couldn't get it over my middle finger knuckle. And I went to the store. I said, can you please make jewelry for real people, please? And I had to get a bracelet. And my wrists are tiny, but my fingers are bigger. And they're like getting... We, we, we wear roughly the same size ring now. I mean, so. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's if, the size. Yeah. And it's just weird. Anyway. She's a I, size eight. It's not like it's a, a 14. Like You know what? That's actually a good point because Amanda, she's so beautiful and delicate. I'm so sorry. She's not a delicate woman. I, uh, that's not the right word. <laughs> Take it back. But she just, she has like, just really, you know, just uh, the hands that I love, but my side of the family, we're like seven, eight, nine. Oh and yeah. So that's me too. Have, me too. We have rings in stock and a lot of companies won't have these rings in stock. They'll be like made to order. And we're like, no, no, no. We want women all of these like ring sizes to be able to have access and get it within the next day or two. It was that was a big thing. It was so annoying because it wasn't a cheap ring. And I ended up getting a bracelet that I actually adore and it fits me so well because my wrists are so tiny. But I was just like, I'd never want a ring from them again. This was before I fell in love with you. So now I know where to get my rings because that's annoying. My hands not like I have fat hands, but they were like, we don't go over a size whatever. I'm like, that is completely rude. That is I mean, weird. I mean, and, and anyway, I mean, that's like first world problems, but uh, <laughs> you know, that's true. That's good that you're, you know, your size inclusive of yes, because, to be. you know, and what are your favorites, Amanda? Well, I would have said the same earring. That is definitely a go-to. I think it's really original and different. And I always, people always kind of ooh and ah and take a second look at that um, earring when I'm wearing it. So I guess the other one I love is our our quill cuff bracelet. So it's the same shape essentially, but wrapping the wrist as a cuff bracelet. Um, and it's just, it's really kind of smooth and feminine, but it's this quill wrapping the wrist. So it has this element of edge to it. It's just a really nice balance for me. I just, I love an arm party. So I love a stackable bracelet moment. Yes. Very I'm a it's big believer in an arm party. Yeah. Um, also, now that you guys are both in part of Nolan's harem, um, which is like <laughs> I say, he likes to have more. Yeah, he has more hags than any man that I know. He loves an arm party and he loves a matching moment. So if he puts in a custom order for us to all be matching, Aww. don't be surprised. because. That would be sweet. It's happened. I mean, did one time we, I mean, one time we came home from a shopping trip and her husband's like, what'd you buy? And we're like matching brooches. <laughs> and, then, and then there's a yoga instructor who I really love and she's just really amazing. Anyway, she was making these malas, which are the beaded, you know, meditation things. And she's like, and for $50 more, I can do a bracelet. I said, can you make two bracelets? <laughs> anyway, so we had a matching moment. So that was a little moment that we had. We love, we love a matching situation. We do love a matching situation. I'm looking at the quad quill ring, which will be mine. The quill yeah. spike earring, which Oh yes, that will be mine. Um, and I love the the ring. I mean, the ring is like really amazing. I mean, pro tip: yeah. that quad quill ring can function as a ring jacket. Also, if your wedding oh. ring, for example, is narrow enough to fit in there, it can oh. be a badass little ring jacket. Excuse me. 
Excuse I just learned something. I love a versatile moment. I do. And and here- maybe I need new jewelry. I just bought literally every piece of the men's line of the Simone Rocha H&M collection. And so I just feel like now I need new accessories because I just bought all the clothes. You, you did just buy a new ring. I did. I did. Well, I actually, yeah, I did order one. And now I'm having second thoughts about it because I'm, again, I found out essentially that what the markup was. And I was like, why am I doing this? Because exactly. I, you know, say, you know, say this ring was a thousand dollars. If I bought it from, you know, a place with no markup, it's 350. I'm like, shit, why am I paying this? <laughs> so I'm like, I thought a local jeweler would be like, you know, I, I was like, I'm supporting local business. I'm like, I don't want to support local business for triple the price. I can't, I'm not in that zone yet. <laughs> right. And can you please, when we had our jewelry argument, you know, it's been the same argument for four years about, a, you know, elevated costume. And I'm just loving her prices here. I'm just but talking that's about- That's the thing is, is and that brands like yours are now my reasoning for being more reluctant for designer costume, because I can't, I love Hermes jewelry personally. And I like Chanel jewelry. I like their brooches and not for me, but on other people, I love the necklaces and such, but the construction of Chanel jewelry is crap. And the prices are ridiculous. And Hermes jewelry is a lot too, but I think the quality is a little better. But now I look at pieces like yours. I'm like, why would I ever buy a piece from Hermes when I can have real gold or really, I mean, real right. gems? It's, and he's it's always, throwing a wrench in my plan, but in a good way. I mean, I'm so sorry. <laughs> working with someone like his client with all the diamonds and looking at my, you know, Nolan calls my jewelry collection a sad hand job of a jewelry collection that needs for the clothes that I'm wearing and I'm getting the message because he's like, you don't have to buy diamonds every five seconds. You need elevated costume. And I think even though you do sell fine, of course you sell fine jewelry, but you do have elevated costume jewelry for someone who's like, look, I invest my money in here, here, here. Jewelry's not it. This is a perfect solution. I mean, yes. like the, the silvery toned quill cuff. Yes. I, love that. I would love, I would love to stack that with a gold one too. I think that would be kind of fun. The good thing with our, our Demi-Fine is that we're using some of the same manufacturers. So the finish is really fine and it mixes really well. If, you know, you could wear that quill cuff from the Demi-Fine collection with your fine jewelry bracelets and no one would know that that was plated brass. It just has this exceptionally fine finish. Because only the chicest of people... Mix metals. Well, well, yeah, and the chicest of people mix, you know, costume and fine. It's what Coco Chanel did. She did that. I love people who do that. Yeah, the other thing we do, because who doesn't love like a big chunky gold chain Ugh. bracelet or necklace? But like if that were solid gold, that would be a bazillion dollars. So we found someone to make for us their semi-hollow links. So it's still 14 karat gold and you can still wear it. It's 14 karat gold. It's just not. 16 pounds of right gold but so you're getting this cool chunky look and you're still getting the fine jewelry quality but you don't have to feel guilty about wearing it around right i love that idea i think it's great because i'm also like the most irresponsible person ever when it comes to jewelry <laughs> i will lose it and so i've done well in the past maybe year i've been more conscious of it but one of my biggest fears is buying a really expensive piece of jewelry and then losing it Eek. yeah Someone I know who shall remain nameless may have thought she misplaced her favorite Anita Co ring and it may have turned into a multi-state search <laughs> because someone was in the South and someone else, me, had to, um, during one of my classes, <laughs> run out to said person's apartment and tear it apart and then find it. Mind you, it was 
in the jewelry box where jewelry goes, but <laughs> we're not going to talk about that. So I am always petrified of having expensive jewelry and losing it. it. You know, the less expensive a piece is, the more comfortable I am wearing it. Yeah. We don't want people to be too afraid to wear it. We understand it is potentially still an investment for a lot of people, but it's for people who are kind of used to shopping fine jewelry. They're of course, wowed by the prices. Right. And then, and then when they figure out, do you ever have the people who realize they've been not taken advantage of, but kind of been gypped for however many years they've been buying jewelry or they're like, shit, I've been paying way too much. Yeah. Well, it's just how it was done. Right. It's just, mm-hmm. just how it was. And so tell us, you know, as we are winding closely down to our time limit, cause um, you know, we could talk forever. What are some future endeavors? I mean, what y'all going to do? Where are you going to be? Oh, and who do you want to be wearing your jewelry next? That's my question. If you could have, if you could each pick like two people that you would love to see your jewelry or your handbags on, who would you pick? I mean, besides Nolan me, and Holly, obviously. Besides, I'm just saying, I don't, you know, another. I mean, <laughs> that's a given. I mean, that's a given for me. Like, if I was picking someone for you, my vote is like the VP or like Dr. Jill Biden because I yeah. think they're both very chic. One and two. There you go. That's very exactly nice. Um, the another lady who we love and adore, she has a clothing line in Boston. And I'm like, do you accept supermodels in the over 45 range? <laughs> I mean, because I'm happy to model. So we <laughs> we know that you are TikTok is your new jam, and that you are the real Amanda Pearl on TikTok. And I would like to say that Kelly did mention that your first name is Amanda and your middle name is Pearl. That's true. But back to TikTok for a second, Kelly's account is really where it's at. I'm still just a couple years too old to be really good at this and a little bit too busy, but Kelly's figuring it out and doing lots of funny, funny things on her account, which is Kelly underscore Amanda Pearl. So definitely go there. Which is her Instagram too. And your Instagram is Amanda Pearl. Your website is Amanda Pearl, one word.com. And there is honestly something in every single price point and beautiful and elegant and edgy. That's my jam. I got to be edgy. And it is so edgy with without spikes. And Nolan's like, fringe or spikes or leather. Can you please pick a lane? <laughs> I've really learned to pick one element of edginess, which had to be learned. And I love it because you got it. And I mean, just talking about the quad quill ring, I mean, my bands will fit lovely in there. I mean, that would look, I can't. I, yeah, I, you'll love it. You'll I love can't. it. I can't. I can't with that. Um, okay. So you are Amanda Pearl at TikTok. Re- reach out to her, buy something, 10% of the proceeds you know, go to whatever charity of their choices for the month. You change it monthly. Is that correct? We change it quarterly. Oh, right, quarterly. Yeah. It's the Trust for Public Land right now. Oh, I love that. Tell us about that. The Trust for Public Land, they protect land for people so that all communities from, you know, the most underprivileged and above have kind of livable, livable playable, sane green spaces. So whether that's a school playground or an urban park to national parklands. They are raising money and doing the work to keep these green spaces intact or to build them um, in some places where they didn't exist at all and kids had you know nowhere to go play. And that's something that, especially in this last year, as we locked down in New York City and I had two kids in this apartment and needing to find places of safe sanity, um, having I mean, we're very, very lucky, of course, to have Central Park, but realizing how important that was in our lives 
as well as what all of that does for the environment and for health. It just seemed like a really good one for right now. Very timely. Very nice. We love that. We love green space. We love a good park moment. We love a, we we love a good picnic moment. Um, we love that. Kelly, any last words? That sounds dark as hell. <laughs> just, I didn't oh, mean don't it like worry. That. My last words would be I very mean, very long, as Amanda knows. <laughs> say, <laughs> say like when you support a small business, we no joke do a happy dance every time that there is an order. The other thing, which I really love and what Amanda has taught me, because it was her mood and her attitude is kind of you know, how the space is set up. We have women come in and husbands or, or you know, men come in and it's this really nice atmosphere. Obviously, COVID has changed it, but just like, come on, play. If it works for you, great. If it doesn't, it's yeah. this non-intimidating feeling. And we have thrived in those environments of being like, you know, you want to pick something out, you want to try it. It has been a really wonderful. So know that I will be packing your orders or Amanda will be, but it's the two of us. We're doing it. We're doing all of it. And we do many happy dances whenever there's an order. Don't we love customer appreciation? I love that. Ugh, we love that. This has been so lovely. I was really worried about interviewing two people at once and it worked out beautifully. I think we're going to have you back. If you'll take pity on us and come back and hang out with us again. Anytime. Well, we loved it. And we hope to see you both in person sometime soon. And we are so appreciative that you let us be on your podcast. Don't invite us because we'll come. Seriously. Uh, don't invite us. Make sure, you know, I've already stalked Kelly, but. I'll pencil it in. Don't worry. I got, I'll put it in the calendar. We have champagne already chilled in our fridge. You said Nolan's magic words, champagne. <laughs> Hot so, damn. I mean, we love it. He knows other jewelry people that he has been to their showroom and says, oh my God, you need to come to this showroom and that showroom and this, da, da, da. so we will put you on the showroom list. We'll do like a showroom tour. It'd be so fun, Noli. Will it not? When we're together next in the city, we will go and we will come and we'll just, here's the issue though. We like, I'm going to have to like take your credit card away, but yeah, by the time we leave, it's, I'm going to be like, pick two. Yeah. Exactly. And you're gonna be like, but I'm wearing six. Pick no, two. Pick two, queen. Okay. Pick two. And you'll be like, if I put the charm on the necklace, does that count as one? <laughs> I know. That's what it's going to be. If I put the charms on it and then buy it, does that count as one? Yes. This is why it's good for us too. So Amanda can be with Holly and Nolan, when you're trying to like stop Holly from buying, I'll be like, come for champagne, champagne, follow the champagne. I know. I know. (laughs) No, Nolan's going to be all about the clutches and be like, okay, so you need this clutch for this. And then I need need this clutch for this. I, you know, I, you know, I have many a man clutch. Oh yeah. Nolan loves, he loves to dip in the lady pond when it comes to accessories. And only when it comes to accessories, but only when it comes to accessories. Thank you guys so much. I mean, really, honestly, thank you. And Kelly, thank you for, you know, talking to me for so long and then willing to come on. We love you. We're going to have lunch. We're going to have champagne. We're going to have a lot of drinks. Um, Nolan and I will be in New York city at the very beginning of April. So don't be surprised when we darken your doorstep. Okay. We look forward to it. This has been so exciting. Thank you so much. And we will be in touch. Please go on Amanda Pearl and purchase something. Let us know what you purchased. Let us know what you think. Give us feedback. Um, we, we could be are, twins, maybe. We could be twinsy. We could have a matching moment. This has been Fashion Crimes Podcast. Please follow us on Instagram, Fashion Crimes Podcast, Twitter, Fashion Crimes P, Facebook, Fashion Crimes Podcast. Hit us in the DM, send us smoke signals, snail mail, whatever you want to do. 
we have had an amazing time. Thank you. Please leave us a review and subscribe. This is Fashion Crimes Podcast, and we are out.